Welcome to Scandalbot Podcast. I'm Rich Mellon. Today we have a very special guest, and it's Corey Grover from Lights Out Snaring. And, and Corey, we tried to do this once before, but you were so busy during snaring season that you just couldn't make time for it. That's right. No, it uh, it was it was hectic, and uh, now we're things have settled down a bit, and uh, able to sit down for a few minutes here, so it'll be good. Yeah, well, visit. And- welcome to the podcast. I've I, I've got to, to tell you. You sent me some of your your snares, your setups for both coyotes and and wolves, and I got a chance to run them a little bit in the wintertime. Kind of got them halfway through the season, so I didn't get a really huge test. But you know, I I, I caught uh, a few coyotes. Uh, never never ran into a wolf. I did I did have a um, a moose get into a wolf snare, and it performed the way it should have. The moose walked away, no problems. But I think one of the things that I uh, I want to talk about is I want to talk about the system and, and how it works and and uh, you know the various things that you've all brought together into one system which makes it so successful but let's talk about you a little bit and your history as a trapper yeah you know people like to know did this guy just you know start trapping yesterday and I should listen to him or, or does he have some some background tell us about it. well I got well, uh, just as a kid I guess I uh, I got to jump in with uh, with my grandfather um, they actually had uh, greyhounds, so him and another fella, they run uh, run coyotes a lot with uh, with the hounds. Oh, cool! And, yeah, <laughs> and if they weren't running with the hounds, uh, you know, they were checking footholds and stuff, and uh, it just fascinated me from from the get go of uh, you know the trapping and stuff, and 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 playing around with that, getting to see that firsthand, um, and then. Yeah, we, uh, I, I, I took my trapping license, I challenged it, and I, I dabbled in trapping a little bit, and my uncle did a little bit of snaring, and it was, you know, it was an exciting thing, because, hey, let's get up, and we'll uh, we'll go down to the barn and see what's dancing in a cable in the morning, right? Like, that's how the, the snares functioned back then, like, it, uh, um, the, it, it was just different right like to him it was new and and uh and trying it so so i dabbled in it a little bit here and there um and uh in the last you know 10 12 years i've really uh really kind of settled into to getting the chance to get into the bush and uh i've, I've met a lot of friends and junior partnered on lines and and really uh really learned a lot of stuff over the you know last you know 10 12 years and and uh um like i've been uh, high level up with the shops trapping up there and down south of calgary oh yeah excellent i actually yeah. uh actually was uh was up with kevin when we, when we set the line there for the show yeah. so yeah. Uh, yeah no it was yeah we had you know and then up at bonneville did uh you know the trapping and stuff up there so you down here where I'm at, like I'm East Central Alberta, so I'm it's coyotes. That's coyotes or skunks or there's there's none of the the lynx Des- and the fishers and describe your country. Give give people well, a mental a mental view of, of what your country looks like. It's 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 rolling hills, um, potholes, so a lot of poplar uh, poplar bluffs and slough bluffs and stuff like that. So it's it uh, what I call sloughs or little little ponds, I guess. Um, they're, you know, the, the bushes might be, uh, you know, 30, 40 yards across. Some of them get to be, a, you know, hundred yards kind of thing, but it's, it's just patches of bush and, and, uh, um, terrible coyote country, 
terrible thing <laughs> yeah 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 so um but it you know like for us uh like like even growing up like to see muskrats and beavers and stuff down here was a was a rarity and yeah. we're starting to see you know a few more uh a few more of this you know the, the the beavers and the muskrats and stuff come through but uh um really just uh like i said in the last 10 12 years been been just kind of going harder and harder at this thing and uh when i was teaching for the ata and 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 i i try to go to as many workshops as i can even just just to sit in and listen to what what guys have to say and stuff and that's where this this snaring thing come in was um just just guys were struggling right like how come this guy can you know how come it works for him and it doesn't for me and and uh you know how can we make this system yeah you know, yeah I, I, I always are friendly right well i mean i always refer to life as a, a million piece puzzle and every morning i get up i gotta find another piece to to put into that puzzle to to you know to complete it maybe i have the answer by the end and i'll go and die but you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> who, who, who knows right but well, what, what, it, what it's all about though is that there's never I have never had a wasted day when I've been talking to another trapper at whatever level they are. There's always yep. something. If you're paying attention, there's always something. And one yep. of my greatest weaknesses, I feel anyway, is I don't have make I don't make those intuitive leaps that a lot of people do. Uh, you know, like when when I Morley, uh, for for instance, when he came up and did wolves with me and that, and and he just intuitively could look and say. Well, a small wolf will go here and, and this will happen here. And, and he just, he had that, he could have that conversation. You talked yep. about the shops, the shops and, and how they, they, they would go take a, a you know, the Wolverine would, would, would claim a, a wolf bait and they would and pee on it. And they, and they would go take meat that he peed on and put in the cage. And then that Wolverine had to go back because that was his. And I said to them, I said, you know, I would have took fresh meat in there and put it in there. Yeah. He says, oh, well, we did too. <laughs> I said, so no, how did you come up with the idea that, that it was <laughs> that that it was important to take that? He says, because he had claimed that. He says, when you think about the Wolverine and you think about it from their point of view, and and you know, another another great trapper told me the same thing. You want to understand what your set looks like? Get down on your knees, you know, get down on your hands and knees. And and so when he he said to begin with, we, we did put new stuff in there, but it didn't work. But he says, if if they went in there and we caught one, then the next one would go in there would pee on it. And he said, and so then they started put it all together you know that we should have put the marked bait in there and but that was that was always my weakness is making that intuitive leap you know yep. and uh i i have the greatest respect for you know i had a a kid that you know point out a a, a thing with, with muskrat uh, of all things you know it's like huh, why didn't i think of that i mean you you'd a lot of times you're always you're already uh making allowances but you're not yep. You're not making the connection within within your brain what what's actually going on, so that that's cool. You talked about that snaring was just kind of starting, or it started with your with your uh, uncle, your or your yeah. your grandpa, yeah, uncle, and yeah, and yeah. Uh, and again, it was just a just a cable and a lock, and like I said, let's go see what's bouncing in the cable in the morning, right? Like, and even it's... those first locks were just like we had the old the infamous figure eight uh, yeah. haywire. You know, yeah. all it was was so that it wouldn't it wouldn't loosen up at all, right? Now, yep. as as things have progressed, we've made it so that it tightens, tightens, tightens. It never loosens whatsoever, right? Yeah, 
and and everybody you know like everybody keeps going longer and longer wanting that entanglement and it it the entanglement actually causes us does less sight damage but it it uh it's not doing it's not helping in the function of the snare okay let's let's get into some technical here then um explain entanglement well entanglement so so you got let's say you got a, a 10 or 12 foot leash on the on the dog or on on a coyote or wolf or whatever entanglement is is all a little brush and shrub and trees and stuff that he can get wrapped around with that cable so so the everybody puts a swivel on because when they get caught they'll roll but as soon as they go around something with that cable that swivel comes out of place so that's like the swivel itself i'll put them on there just for setting the snare if, if if i'm running it um just for that purpose alone just so that the snare hangs right but when you when you get wrapped up when it gets wrapped around uh, a tree or, or light brush and stuff it's just that fishing pole action where they can't pull hard enough to cinch that up and that's again another reason the guy went longer was to get those springs to fire and and with this system i've got here we're able to shorten it up we get less entanglement and more more pull on the end of that snare uh making things cinch up um and, and uh they're able to pull harder without okay. that fishing pole action if that that okay. makes sense okay i think i think the real the original reason that people started going with longer and longer snares was for entanglement and was for the fact that they'd get wrapped around and they get in an awkward situation or they might yep. they might jump over a, a limb and 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 basically, you know, they, they, they yep. can't take the weight off the snare, then the snare is that much more efficient, right? And that was, right. That was where, where, where the whole idea behind it, the, the long snares, at least in my my history with it was we started going to those long snares just because they would get tangled up in the, and they couldn't get themselves out of trouble. Whereas if, yep. you know, when you take a look at places where they don't have lethal snares, like in, in a lot of places in the U.S., they're limited to a three-foot snare. Hey, folks, Rich from Trapping Inc. TV here. And we all have our idea of the perfect morning. You know what I'm talking about. For me, the perfect morning starts with the aroma and flavor of freshly brewed Old Smokes coffee. Studies have shown that just the smell of fresh coffee can boost brain activity. No kidding. Well, that's certainly no secret to me. I can barely talk before that first cup. <laughs> just ask Sandy. I'm a dark roast man, and Old Smokes coffee's darkest roast, stout maple, is what gets my day in gear. Extra dark, it's strong, aromatic and smooth gets me revved up for whatever that day throws at me old smokes roaster coffee over wood fires the old-fashioned way wood roasting takes more time much longer than modern hot air roasting slow roasting over wood takes the bitter out of the bean and imparts a heavenly taste and aroma from the wood smoke old smokes makes a roast perfect for each person there are five roasts from light to extra dark each roasted over a different wood for a unique flavor did you know the darker the roast, the lower the caffeine content? It's true. Caffeine is a volatile oil that evaporates with roasting. The lightest roast has the most caffeine, and the darkest roasts have the most flavor. Right now, you can order from their online store and use our promo code RICH, that's R-I-C-H, and get 10% off your entire order. Pretty simple. Just go to www.olsmokescoffee.com, that's O-L-E, smokescoffee.com and use the promo code rich that is promo code rich for 10 percent off your entire order and now let's get to today's show 
So I yeah. mean, the, basically that coyote sitting there on its butt, it can't get it itself yeah. into trouble. So when we were going before Kill Springs became popular, that's the other thing I guess we got to talk about is that, is that, you know, there, there's two different scenarios you're talking about those with Kill Springs and those without Kill Springs and, and why that makes the, the system different. Yep. But before we had Kill Springs, I mean, it was, if you, entanglement was a good deal because yep. anything you could do to shorten up and reduce what uh, the situation he was in was, was good. Right. That's you know? right. Yep. And, and now though, we want a, a straightaway pull and be, why do, why is it important that you not have that, that uh, fishing rod is, I guess it's because, you know, I think yours are set for 26 and a half pounds. Yeah. Right. Right. Yep. That's okay. right. You, for your, your, your kill spring is, do you have one in there? Do you have a kill spring? Yep. Rod? I Hold do it have up. one here. Just give me one second. <laughs> Got all sorts of stuff just lay in here. So, so yeah, that's, that's, that's our A1 spring here. If okay. You can see that. Okay. Yeah. Do you have, do you have one that is, uh, that is loaded? It is loaded. I got one of them here too. Just give me a second. So here's one that's loaded. Okay. So, so what, it, what we're talking about is the pressure that it takes for that, the, the, uh, on the, uh, as that, that slides together, right? Your, yep. uh, your lock slides up against that spring. And when the pressure hits 26 and a half pounds, it's, it's enough to compress the spring and, and the, the uh, uh, trigger falls off and, and boom, you're, you're adding that pressure. And how much pressure is that spring adding now? Now this spring here with the Magnum spring is roughly 50 pounds. It's right in that ballpark of 50 yeah. pounds. The, uh, the signature series, so the bigger spring is, is pushing 75. 75. So, so yeah. that is why it's important. And, and when you think about it, you've, you've got a coyote that on average is 30, 35, five pounds yeah and you want him to develop 26 and a half pounds of pressure yep. so it is important that he doesn't have anything interfering with it so so we have two very different animals here the the the, the kill spring and the non-kill spring that's right. right and and the biggest thing too is is to have you've got way more control over what's going on if if they can pull versus hit the end because when they hit the end you get that bounce yeah. So then you can you've got that the possibility of that slip of that lock, and then, and that's where uh, like with the slip of the lock, that's where those the bigger springs come in to take up that that uh, the cable slip or that lock slip the the slack out of the end, right? Well, and I mean um, the other thing too, when I, if it's too long and they're running, they can go yep. out around a tree, and when yep. they when, when they finally hit enough pressure, I mean that it's not a proper it's not pulling properly on it, it's not setting it properly, right? Yeah. So that's right as we have moved towards getting more efficient with these uh i believe you're involved in the the fic study for kill springs yep that's right yeah they're, no, uh, they're, they're trappers the that are using your that's your, right explain how this works Every, uh, not people not many people understand how the fic tests traps or snares or snares or whatever just explain how it works so uh, basically they've, they've, they've gone through, I believe, and, and, uh, and don't quote me on any of this, but they've, they've gone through and, and, uh, pick certain locks and, uh, and, and, uh, springs and triggers and, and different combinations. So they've gone through my first year with them, uh, was, was back in, uh, 2018 and we, uh, we went through, um, I prototyped that signature series spring with them. Um, it, it was a larger spring, but, but, but they've gone through a progression of, of 
pieces and things that worked and didn't work and and how they uh you know setting up cameras and and videoing captures and and now they know like certain locks work better than other locks certain springs work better than other springs um there's uh I believe a best practice that's coming out with it, but uh, I think the biggest the biggest thing was what I got. Um, they could tell when the coyote was caught and when the spring was released because the eyes basically roll back in the head. That's on yeah. camera. They've, they've yeah. you know yeah and, I've, I've I've seen the trail camera and they and and when that spring is released and it doesn't matter which brand or or whatever when that spring right. is released. Yep. They uh, all of a sudden they, their eyes they start blinking and then it, yep. they're down and out in no time flat. But That's what right. I'm what I'm saying here is that is that the FIC is actually engaging trappers in the process. Yep. You are uh, they trappers are using your equipment, trappers are using the other guys' equipment, whatever, and so they're spreading it out. So it's not you're kind of getting rid of some of the bias. You know, like, right. like one person might be really good at, at at those best practices you're talking about, and another person may not be. But you're kind yep. of getting an averaging a, a, a effect. A lot of people don't understand that when uh, so. when they when when they test wolf traps or whatever, you know, they they go out and they and so many different trappers have this brand and so many different trappers have that. And from that, you, I guess in a way, you know, if if the trapper is good at documenting what he's doing, we is where the best practices come from because we we all, yep. we all of a sudden discover well, you know, we needed another swivel or we needed this or, or, or that. Not in particular to your springs, but I'm talking about, like, I, I kind of took them to task over their wolf trap uh, testing. And then all of a sudden, a bunch of wolf traps uh, passed uh, their testing. But they had, for people that don't, that, that don't know, wolf traps have a very set uh, series of parameters that they have to fit into. They have to be a certain size. They have to have a certain amount of, of offset in them they have to you know have swivels in a certain place and 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 that kind of stuff and and when you get down to that where they all have to have these functions then how does one fail you know like it, yeah. so then it came down to the best practices side right so right. if if you had a had one trapper was putting three swivels on and and it was uh uh you know he wasn't having any problems with that trap and the next guy was was not putting any more swivels on it you know it, it you got down to the point where the best practices were more important than the actual trap itself was. And so, I mean, that it, it, it's neat to have all these, these different trappers using your gear and developing those best practices, because it certainly helps you. And, it, yep, it, no, and for sure. And you yep. have that insight that allowed you to design this system and, and, and look at it and you, and sometimes when they come to you and say, well, you know, this is going on when I do this and you, you might have one of those aha moments, you know, yep. I've been living my life for an aha moment. But I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and that was just it, right? Like with, like in 2018, when I did the, like, so I had one bait station. Um, I showed them the springs that I had, the bigger springs, the signature series springs. And they went, oh yeah, let's let's get some samples with that, right? So, and that's what I did. I I I, uh, I had one bait station. They only wanted six coyotes because they wanted to see what was going on. So so the first six coyotes that come out of that station, they were they were froze in the freezer, and then I hauled them up to their test facility for necropsies and stuff. Um, we actually got invited back up to 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 have the to see the vet veterinarian go through the necropsy and. And and see what what was happening in there, 
Okay, so explain this. Explain now when you go there and you've got a dead kite. Yeah. First thing you do is you just cut a snare off back at the at the mount, right? Well, that's right. So, so what you we leave did, the snare around the neck, all that stuff. Like this is important. This is this yep. is the details that people don't 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 know about. Yep. Tell us about them. So, so what we did was, uh, so we left. Uh, so we built the snares. We left a, a, a single f- uh, stop loose on the cable. So, so when the animal was captured, we were able to run the single stop down to the cam lock and crimp it down there onto the cable so that that lock couldn't slip or move. Oh, so, cool. Yeah. So, so all that was stationary. So when the coyotes were, were semi thawed out enough that they could, uh, could do the necropsy part of things. So they would thaw the coyotes and, and then they open the hide and stuff up on them so that they can get down to the neck. And then they've got a little mechanism where they, they tie into those, those carotid arteries, which are, they are tiny. They're like a one sixteenth cable buried yeah. down in deep in the neck, right? Yeah. Like they're, it's, it's amazing how, how, how deep they are and how tight we can that's why this the systems like you're making is so important for the canine hey rich here sandy and i are pleased at the rapid growth of our exclusive community trapping inc at locals.com we created the community to connect more closely with our fans friends and supporters without the interference and censorship of social media companies because this community is subscriber exclusive there is no censored photos shadow banning and deplatforming. This happens on Twitter and Facebook. Trolls are non-existent, as not a one will spend a nickel and put their money where their mouth is to protest on a paid site. You know it. We are steadily moving all Trapping Inc. YouTube videos and podcasts as quickly as time and bandwidth allow. We're tickled and surprised to see how large of library we must move. As well, we are sharing articles on trapping and guns and shooting. Our new TV series, Married to the Hunt, videos are here too. Hours and hours of never before released to the internet hunting and fishing from around the world trappinginc.locals.com will be the exclusive home of all trapping ink content from the past and into the future what else is there to do well there's a forum for everyone to post pictures on and interact you can message us directly on trappinginc.locals.com as well as interact with all the other subscribers these are all people with common interests get in here this whole venture is about taking the trapping ink tv community to the next level building a community of shared interest and interacting with all of our friends who knows where we can go from here just go to locals.com and sign up for a free account then search for trapping inc and subscribe for five dollars a month that's it go to locals.com to open a free account and then subscribe for five dollars a month to trapping inc help us spread the truth about a way of life and the responsible ethical management of the wild resources trappinginc.locals.com now back to the show it's very yeah. buried and hidden where and links it's uh it's on the surface you know yep. it's like oh and that's yeah <laughs> so so what they do with that is so they, they open everything up he ties into the the carotid arteries and uh with a little pump system and he can pump on it and and both ends are open so he ties into the one line and he starts pumping and, and he keeps track of the pressure and stuff. And if something's coming out, they know it's open. If, if, if they just pressure up and, and nothing comes out, they know it's closed. So what pressure? And, I can't remember the pressure on it. Come I, on, uh, man. I know. These I'm, are a, I'm a geared I, 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 I got to know that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, 
I, I honestly, I, I'm not sure. And I don't even want to throw a number at it. It isn't a huge number because the, the tube that he's puts into the, into that artery, it's, there's nothing holding it in there necessarily. Okay. Right. So it's, so we're not talking it, 10 PSI. Not, not, no, no, <laughs> but, but enough that, that either his tools coming out or, or the fluids coming through the other side. So, and it's, yeah. So, so I watched uh, five out of the six coyote necropsies there. And yeah, uh, yeah we did uh, the, the, the five I seen were, were, were good. They were hundred percent occlusion. And, uh, and at that point I knew that those springs were doing what they needed to do. And, and again, the only thing different with those coyotes when that, that started was I run my cable through the cam locks and stuff different. At right. that point I was running cam locks. So I, um, I thread my cable different and, and that was the only, one of the only differences between mine and then the other samples was, uh, was that big spring. And then how I was running the cable through, through the, through the lock and the breakaways. So, well, how this all started, I mean, um, there are two in, in, at least in North, in, uh, in Alberta or Canada in the West here, um, two styles of, uh, of snare systems. There's free hanging snares and there's the, uh, uh, the power ram. Okay. And yep. the power ram is, is really quite popular and it's popular with me because it, it, it's, it's a, a system, you know, right. you, you have a cable that, that's hanging off of it that you wrap around a tree. You set the other end in the, you know, you, you, it has a, a spike on it, a foot on the, uh, the spike and, he, and you set that down on the ground next to your, your trail, take your safety off, walk away. You know, it's yep. fast. Okay. Right. And I'm just one of them kind of guys that I like to keep things organized and keep, you know, fast. Right. Yep. Should have been a race car driver. <laughs> I'd have been dead by now, but yeah. should have been I'm a terrible driver. <laughs> so you started looking at this stuff. And as we got into doing the free hanging stuff, I mean, God, yeah. we hated those those, those first because because you'd get there and you and you'd be setting it up and that that big spring would then take and slide down and fall on the yep. on the trail and you bring it back up. It was just and and you had the, the the snare had to be long enough to go it around or you had to add an extension and there was the support stuff and everything. It was you were like, you know, you're you're packing a sleigh with you just to drag all your crap along to set up every snare. So it wasn't really yep. popular. Wasn't no. popular at all, no. you know, because yeah, so and, many and the guys look at so, to, oh, go ahead. to begin with. <laughs> so many snares before that, so many free hanging snares were just hung over a branch, you know, there was yeah. no weight or anything there, and it was just hung over a branch. And it would, you know, if you're using one by 19 or whatever, it would it would hold a good enough uh loop for, for a coyote's head to go through. It doesn't take a lot for, for a coyote, and yeah. it just <laughs> you added that spring in, <laughs> and that weight of that spring just threw everything for threw everything off and, and uh yeah that's why i like your system so much because now we're ending up and you're going to explain it and and, and, and hopefully you, you have uh, some gear there to show us how, how it all works but it becomes a system that's just as efficient as that power ram that i like you know that yeah. i can just ram in there put a put put the uh, anchor around a tree and walk away right it's fast yeah well and that's yeah that that's that was another you know i that was another aha moment with those with the coiled wires like the to to be able to weave your snare in and out of it and uh because there's systems out there where those coils are tight together and you got to crimp your yep crimp a single stop on the back side um 
and then you take the nine wire off the tree with the coyote and you go back to the shop and you make another one and show just, us your coil show, show so, us your coil well, exactly you're so, talking about so this okay. is this is the coil yeah exactly so, now do you have a snare there show us how it, how, yeah, how it goes so. together Everybody understands how nine wire works. That nine wire yeah. will, will be well, wrapped around yeah, the tree, anchoring it, and yeah. it becomes your anchor. That's right. So, so this is just a one of our twelve inch wires. But this 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 end here would get anchored to a tree. Uh, the twelve inch ones you can add your add whatever length of wire you want to it to wrap around your tree. But but that's that's your anchor solid system. The snare itself, we've got this is a one sixteenth cable. And we're running, uh, this is a uh, 116th Keflock 280 breakaway with our A1 spring and trigger. Now, the biggest thing with these, if you see this, this little 45 degree bend in the cable, yeah. if you overbend this, when that spring goes to fire, you've got all this slack to take out now. If you can see that hump, yeah, it doesn't, it, it basically, this, these smaller springs will stroke out if you overbend this. Okay. So, and, and it's important because I, I found out the hard way, like when you bend them right over, man, they look really good, but yeah, it, it, you start having troubles with it. So that's, that's a key, key point it is not over bending that so that that cable, when it pulls tight, that bend will come out and straighten Yep. as, as the spring releases, it's not trying to take up extra slack that, that it, it just doesn't have the, the stroke to do. So uh, on the end, so this is a this is a 38 inch piece of, of cable, and all we're doing is just weaving weaving the snare in. I love that. That is so. so that, I like that. And then, and then boom, there there's your, yep. your your snare it's size set. is the correct size. You're not yep. you're not you, putting in some stop or or nope. a whammy and, to hold and, it. That's right. Yep. And then you know if if uh, if you want to go with a smaller loop, you just pull the tail out the backside. Yeah. 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 And, and, uh, you can, you can run sticks or branches in here to, you know, camouflage this. If you want, you can shove them down in the coil, press them into the coil. We added this, uh, this little leg on the front here for guys for, uh, that we're wanting, uh, some guys are running longer snares with these, but they like the support system. Yeah. So they want to put a whammy on the front of it. Okay. They still like to run the whammy. So they just take and they'll bend this forward. Yep. And, and then they can put their whammy on it. Um, and, but the nice part is like a lot of the places I'm running these, I'm re their bait stations that I rebate every year. So these stay on the tree. Yep. I can just weave my snare in and out of them. And, uh, and that, and that comes in like 40, 44 or 48 inch. Look, I've long. got them. I got 12 inch. I got 40 inch and 58. Right. So just, and, the, the I think the biggest thing like like adding adding your own wire to these so shipping shipping wise these these 12 inchers if you're if you're handy enough to crimp a double ferrule and another piece of number nine wire onto these you can make them however long you want like I've got uh, one guy he's adding five feet and nine cable to my 40 inch ones okay because of his tree size he's got, he he's big got trees, big trees. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Where these you wouldn't know about that, that down there. With. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, and and that's the thing. Like, um, there's so many other different uses too for the coil. But but if if your if your nine wires all all buggered up on the anchor end, you can cut it and crimp this coil back onto another piece of nine wire, and you're going again. 
Yep. If uh, if for some reason your your coil kind of gets a little tweaked up uh, from for for whatever reason, just straighten your back out and, and weave her in and, and away you go. And if if you don't like this this piece sticking out the front here, just cut it off. It yeah. uh, but I've just I tried uh, tried adding adding different things to the system that guys were asked looking for. So and uh, that was one of them and and what i like once again though is that it becomes a set it becomes a a, a system okay yep you, you take there and and you wrap your nine wire around around the tree so that it's out over your trail yeah right in the in, in your snare set it up i mean it's already the the correct length and everything correct size yep. adjust for height walk away because your nine wire with that coil on it is your anchor you know, yep. you don't, you, you've eliminated one there. You, you have your preset for size. You're, you have a kill spring on it. Like, I mean, you put it all together really nice. You know, I well, mean, I, I yeah. really, I really like that. And you went with uh, an anodized cable as well, right? Well, yeah. And I was, uh, again, just, we're always spending all this extra money on uh, propane and boiling snares and baking soda. And the trouble with baking soda on our cables once we heat it up. Hey folks, Rich from Trapping Inc. TV here. And we all have our idea of the perfect morning. You know what I'm talking about. For me, the perfect morning starts with the aroma and flavor of freshly brewed Old Smokes coffee. Studies have shown that just the smell of fresh coffee can boost brain activity. No kidding. Well, that's certainly no secret to me. I can barely talk before that first cup. <laughs> just ask Sandy. I'm a dark roast man, and Old Smokes Coffee's darkest roast, Stout Maple, is what gets my day in gear. Extra dark, it's strong, aromatic, and smooth. Gets me revved up for whatever that day throws at me. Old Smokes roasts their coffee over wood fires, the old-fashioned way. Wood roasting takes more time, much longer than modern hot air roasting. Slow roasting over wood takes the bitter out of the bean and imparts a heavenly taste and aroma from the wood smoke. Old Smokes makes a roast perfect for each person. There are five roasts, from light to extra dark, each roasted over a different wood for a unique flavor. Did you know the darker the roast, the lower the caffeine content? It's true. Caffeine is a volatile oil that evaporates with roasting. The lightest roast has the most caffeine, and the darkest roasts have the most flavor. Right now, you can order from their online store and use our promo code RICH. That's R-I-C-H and get 10% off your entire order. Pretty simple. Just go to www.oldsmokescoffee.com, that's O-L-E smokescoffee.com, and use the promo code RICH. That is promo code RICH for 10% off your entire order. And now let's get to today's show. We, we boil these snares to doll them up. That baking soda basically absorbs into the coils of, those, of that snare cable. Yep. And it over time, eats it away from the inside out. And I just, uh, I got talking to my cable supplier and he's like, well, do you want to try this anodized stuff we get in for the theater? He said, it's all the same strengths and everything. And I'm like, well, send me some, let's have a look. Right. And, and I know Ooh. guys have tried it, tried it in the past. And um, my cable supplier, I, I have all the faith in the world of, what they're what they're giving me for cable like uh no we uh what in, i like about it is that it's black yeah okay it's black and it doesn't have any oil on it so yep. i mean because 
In order to put an anodized finish on it, it's done through an electrical current, a, a, a liquid bath and electrical current. So, I mean, you've already got rid of the oil. You know, yep. so, I mean, you're, you've, you've got rid of a, a, that step, like you said. You don't yep. use the, the baking soda for, for the cleaning, so you don't a, actually damage anything. It's just quick. You just pick it up and go. Yep. You know, like, I mean, I need, yep. I need a, a, one less thing in my life every day, let alone, you know, two more things. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's, that's the thing. Like, if you're worried about oils and stuff, on, like, uh, sometimes I'll just, I'll just run into the house and I'll throw my components in a pot and throw them on the stove for just uh just to boil them there on the stove if i'm worried about scent and stuff or yeah. or and and uh like like obviously these washers and stuff are a little bit shiny um i can't anodize everything yeah. but uh but that black cable it's amazing how it disappears in in the trees and, oh, yeah. and even with the white background and stuff like it like when i tested it here in the yard i got two black labs and they got trails through the trees and i went and i hung galvanized cable in there and they'd either dock it or jump it. And I took the black stuff in there and I hung it in the same spot and they nailed it on their chest every time. They just, so when I see that happening, I'm like, okay, this is, this could be a game changer because if they're, they're not picking that up and uh, if they're not picking it, you know, they were, they were picking the galvanized stuff up just like a barbed wire fence, right? Yep. Well, like, I, I, so I was wondering least, yeah. whether it was a recognition yeah. factor or, or they could, could they actually see the galvanized better? I don't know. Yeah. Well, and that's, that, yeah. And I'd ask them, but they, they, they won't. Yeah. Talk back. <laughs> but, uh, it would be the best conversation, yeah. conversation you had all day. <laughs> <Wouldn't it? laughs> so, and, and as far as, you know, like the, the locks and the locks and stuff, um, I just, I just found uh, like a couple years ago with these uh, the cam locks that I was filing for guys, like no complaints, guys. Like this is the best season we've had, and you know, like you know, we want more, we want more. And then the next year we had, I had a few guys; they were having a little bit of troubles, and I was really pulling my hair out on it because. Explain what you mean you when from... you say you were filing cam locks. So, let me see if I got one of these handy here. So I take a smooth Bridger uh, 332nd cam lock and, and I, so what I do when I modify them is I drill the, the hole out here for the breakaway yeah. so that that breakaway flows nice because we end up getting that, that binding with, uh, with, with the breakaways in there and it can actually pry those open. It, it's leverage oh, yeah. on them, which makes them open. So you can see on this one, this is a, this is a Bridger a 332nd, oops, sorry, yeah. lock. Yeah. It's a straight tooth lock. Yeah. But you can see how that breakaway is, is tight in, tight in there. Right. And that just creates leverage versus, versus these ones here where I drill them out and you got to use the smooth ones because they're not hardened. Right. Gotcha. So, so I drill those holes out and then I put, uh, I put a real steep, I don't know if you can see that a real steep angle on the, yes. on the, I file that on. So yeah. the whole idea of that is, is uh, that angle will drop into the braid of the cable. Oh, it's just okay. like the teeth, just like the teeth on a zip tie. Gotcha. Like as it, you can, and, and then it holds where the, the straight tooth locks will hold. But if you give them a little bit of like, you're jerking on it a little bit and they start to skid, they got to work back and forth to get gummed up again, to, to grab that cable where, where 
this diagonal or this this angle that I've got these filed on, they just drop in between the braid and then they can't they they can't they don't back up as as easy and uh, and then again threading the cable the way I thread it and having that spring pushing on the lever to to keep it closed, yeah. it just yeah it just it just works. So that was real good one year, but then the next year. You were having well, more... it was on the 564th cable. I run a different file. It's a smoother, it's a it's a finer file. And what was happening was the hair was getting jammed in the locks. They were a woolier coyote on the neck. And the only thing that I could see was that the locks were getting jammed with hair. And I just, yeah, I, I was ready to throw the towel in. I was getting crabby, but but it <laughs> it it, it just, it wasn't making sense. So then that's when I started playing around with all the different slide locks and stuff and kind of went, went back backwards looking at what, uh, what a guy could use. So there's lots of good slide locks out there, but every one of them, I had to do a modification to them. I either had to drill them out or I had to do something to get the breakaway on there. And we got to have a breakaway on there for the function of the snare. The, it, it just, it adds in, and how the snare functions and and just makes it it's smoother like i've had some guys say well the spring isn't working on my snares and i'm like well send me a picture well they're they're running the the cable through the hole in the cam lock and putting the spring on the other side well it 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 just it, the spring hold, can't do anything hold hold one up and explain this here so so what they were doing, so this is what I, uh, so they were running, instead of a breakaway here, they put the cable through and then put a spring on the other side and oh. then hoped that it pulled, pulled the stock, right? <laughs> and it, you, you know, just, just cause you have the components, it doesn't necessarily mean that no. they're, they're exactly. going to work where, where with that, you know, that breakaway in there, it just, it, it, it rounds this out nice. Yeah. Um, now I did notice in this little section here if you've got and i'm working on that now too but but the uh depending on where this ends up on the that carotid artery yeah there's a potential of having just a little bit of seepage right so so i'm if i could get this figured out where i could have everything set in the exact <laughs> right spot every time but well, I mean, uh, there's it's it's You've got what, like, there's a quarter inch where that could, a quarter inch yep. that, where it could be. So I mean, so, I mean we're splitting hairs. We're yeah, splitting we hairs. I mean, we are. And nothing's ever going to be 100. percent Even that's right. Even the, uh, you know, when you take a look at the heatus and and uh, on our traps and like body grip traps have to yep. kill or incapacitate in 120 seconds, 80 percent of the time. You know, that's I mean, it's it it it's, that doesn't have to be 100. percent Nothing's ever going to be 100 percent because you can never take that one. The biggest variable out of it is that animal. So. Yep. You know, and well, how that well, animal that's where you get into, you know, how that animal has his head turned when he goes through the snare is, you know, that could be good or yep. bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, yep. well, and that's just it. Like, did he, did he go through and the snare was, was sideways when it come down and fired? Yeah. Like, and then he, he monkeyed around and he straightened it out on the neck. So now you've got that again, you got that slip of that lock. It's, it's trying to take yeah. that up and the springs pulling on the other side. Like there's, there's lots of different variables and, and and things that can can happen here and uh and that's where i think a lot of this it, it does help taking it out uh it, it gets rid of that the some of the issues um i think one of the other issues is reusing equipment 
we're yeah. using cam locks, we're using breakaways. If we could keep track of every one of those ones we've got out there, and is is that where our problems are coming from? Oh, from it's reused, reused gear, you know, yeah. Reused yeah. gear. You get, yeah, it's. I understand people wanting to to reuse stuff. Yeah. Um, I I'm always concerned when it comes to snares. I mean, yeah, I reuse a lock for for links all the time, like over and over and over again. I probably have locks that have caught twenty or thirty links. Hey, Rich here. Sandy and I are pleased at the rapid growth of our exclusive community, Trapping Inc. at Locals.com. We created the community to connect more closely with our fans, friends, and supporters without the interference and censorship of social media companies. Because this community is subscriber exclusive, there is no censored photos, shadow banning, and deplatforming as happens on Twitter and Facebook. Trolls are non-existent, as not a one will spend a nickel and put their money where their mouth is to protest on a paid site. You know it. We are steadily moving all Trapping Inc. YouTube videos and podcasts as quickly as time and bandwidth allow. We're tickled and surprised to see how large of library we must move. As well, we are sharing articles on trapping and guns and shooting. Our new TV series, Married to the Hunt, videos are here too. Hours and hours of never-before-released to the internet hunting and fishing from around the world trappinginc.locals.com will be the exclusive home of all trapping ink content from the past and into the future what else is there to do well there's a forum for everyone to post pictures on and interact you can message us directly on trappinginc.locals.com as well as interact with all the other subscribers these are all people with common interests get in here this whole venture is about taking the trapping ink tv community to the next level building a community of shared interest and interacting with all of our friends who knows where we can go from here just go to locals.com and sign up for a free account then search for trapping inc and subscribe for five dollars a month that's it go to locals.com to open a free account and then subscribe for five dollars a month to trapping inc help us spread the truth about a way of life and the responsible ethical management of the wild resources trappinginc.locals.com now back to the show just that one single lock but there's nothing a lynx is not an easy or not a hard thing to to uh, kill with a snare i mean their crowded are very exposed and and they're occluded boom it's over with in, in just a minute but you know when you've got a, a bigger stress system it's it's kind of like you know using a, a quarter inch rope to pull a quad but you wouldn't use it to pull a to pull your one ton truck you know, I mean, you just, you, yeah. you, you, or if you did once, you wouldn't, wouldn't do it again. So this is the system you're in there. You're these, these are going through a, a much, much tougher duty cycle. And, and sometimes they shouldn't be reused. You know, I, well, am, that's, that's just it. Just you oh, wouldn't reuse ahead, the cable. You wouldn't reuse the no. cable. Nobody <laughs> even thinks about reusing the yeah. cable or reusing the stops, but why that, yeah. I don't know, is it a dollar or whatever that it costs for that lock? You know what I mean? I, well, yeah, the lock and breakaway, like with these, uh, with these slide locks, these Kef locks that I've got, I mean, we're a buck into it. Yeah. We're a breakaway and a, and a lock. And if, I don't know, I'm almost to the, my thought is, is I owe it to the next coyote I catch to make sure I know. everything's functioning. I, I mean, I just. It's a dollar on a, on a, if they were $15 coyotes, I could see your $15. Exactly. Well, that's, that's yeah. exactly where I was going. I just, I just uh, looked on my, this morning, uh, waiting to, to, to start this interview. I, I looked on my account and uh, I think my top coyotes were, were like 139.40. And, okay. uh, and my total average for all my coyotes, including some junk that I sent in was $87. Well, 
Holy yeah. cow. I don't, I'm, I'm not going to <laughs> lose out on one of those for an $87 yeah. bill for a, for a dollar, a $1 lock. I'm sorry. I'm just not going to do that. There's a lot of other work that's went to that, that, that yeah. coyote hitting that, hitting that spring and that, and that lock, but and it's the humaneness of it, I guess, too, right? Like we're yep. trying to get humane, you know, more humane. So if we're having better luck with uh, just new locks and new breakaways uh, instead of reusing, then maybe we, you know, maybe we owe it, owe it to the next coyote to spend the extra dollar. And and like the springs and stuff, uh, I mean, like I, I run stainless wire on my springs. Uh, yep. They're, you know, I, I, I didn't skimp on quality. And they're um, all reusable easily. Yeah. You know, well, if all you're putting that, is a new breakaway yep. and a new and a new lock on it, I mean, like, you know, on yep. of course your new cable. I mean, holy cow, guys, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had yeah, I had one guy, he goes, Well, I used it five I, I I used it five times and then the trigger started slipping off. Well, I'm like, Well, I said, How much does it cost you? <laughs> Did it all your dollar seventy-five out of that or what? Like, yeah. And all it was was Right here on the tip of that trigger was just to take the pliers and just just give it a little tweak. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but but again, when when uh, you know the old springs and stuff, they're so soft when you when you compress when we them. Went to set. Yeah. yeah, and and they wouldn't open up to ninety degrees where these open to ninety degrees. I I made yeah. sure that when I went through the process that 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 we were getting what we wanted you know your uh quality of the product is there so okay i'm sure you have some there some used pieces of cable that they show how that kef lock works but i want you to get, explain why that's better than a cam lock there's a couple of good reasons and people will go aha when they see it <laughs> well i guess this one here i don't know it's it's probably probably not the best but you can see how how that that lock that cable comes up through here and bends right as that that goes to release okay so and now this this pipe is is like the neck of a coyote that's right yeah okay it's, uh, so, yeah, hold it up so we can roughly, see yeah. roughly two two inches i guess right yeah. so it's and i and i know that the the snares are coming tighter than that yep on the coyote's neck but it just just to show how the spring and and everything here how this how this all kind of functions um yeah. i don't have that uh, that one where it, it shows you can see the progression of the of the lock so the lock you could see where it hooked up it slid down on the and you could see it on the black cable it worked back and forth a little bit it shined it up it caught again and then on the fourth go you could see it had kinked over and you could tell that that was where the spring released because so here's here's the thing hold it up just a little bit hold it up to, yep. oh that's good so what people need to understand is that that cable was flowing through there smooth, but now it's around the neck and, and it gets down to the tight where it binds. Now the cable can't flow back through that, can't, can't flow back through your, your lock. That is bound. And at the, yep. some point around there is when the 26 and a half pounds is developed, the spring fires. So there is no slippage there because you've got that, that cable crimped in there. I mean, it's such a, uh, an incredible system, right? Well, and, and again, you can see right here, that little bit of gap in that pipe. Yep. And that's where I was talking, right? That that you get that little bit of space that the potential of of uh, that missing that crot that one carotid artery, but uh, that's with any but, system, though. I mean, yeah, you know, I, I mean, mean, it's yeah, exactly. It's 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 just one of those things. Like, um, 
like I used uh, a couple years ago, used these, uh, I used 564th cable. Um, I swore I'd never use 116th cable again because a few years prior, it was just, we, we were getting twist outs, right? Uh, yeah. They're two outs or twist outs. I call them twist outs. If you if you ever take a piece of one sixteenth cable and put put a loop in one end, put the other end in the vise, and just yep. put a screwdriver in there and twist it up, it'll ball up. Give it a couple of tugs, and it just starts to fray. And another tug. When that ball's there in front of that coyote, he's going to chew on it. It's it's what he can see, and 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 he's he he'll chew on it. And and uh, I'm sure he's breaking strands of cable and stuff, but I. I I consider them twist outs more than yep. chew outs, but uh, we can argue about that another day. The, uh, <laughs> but but when I was running these down on the line, like uh, so we had bobcats, links, and stuff. So so I was running all these coil wires, and and these and these slide locks and breakaways. So I had one snare that I was running for the whole line, and when I reached into the bag to grab a snare, I knew what I had. And it was just a matter of, of weaving it in on a, you know, on a Lynx pen. We just, I'd pull this back. I know we don't need a spring and stuff for Lynx and that. They will release them, but I don't have to have 15 different snare lengths, and different right. sizes for what I was doing. Right. And yeah. that he made, it, it just, it, it made sense to do it that way. Now you get Wolverines and stuff in there. Now we've got, you know, we've got the killing power here. To, to, you would actually, uh, you would actually keep, right. keep a, a yep. Wolverine with that kill spring where, yep. when you, you won't, I mean, I've watched him, you know, you come up and you talk about the yep. something that rolls. Oh my God. There's a, yep. there's a Wolverine in a, in a snare roll and you just have this ball there and the, and the Wolverine's gone and, and in a wolf snare, a three thirty second wolf snare won't hold them, you know, cause you yeah. don't, you See, need to a, have, yeah. have yep. that killing a power, the killing power. Right. Well, that's, yeah, and I'd send some snares to a guy uh, up north, and uh, they were wolf snares, so they were 10-foot snares that I was making for them. Uh, I had a 7x7 seven seven anchor end, and then a 5-foot anchor end, and then a 6-foot a loop, so I guess they're 11 feet, but with a swivel in the middle. And he sent me pictures. He said, I've never caught a, a wolverine in a, in a wolf snare that killed it and could reset yeah. He said the area's been. He said I cannot believe. He took me pictures, sent me pictures of it. That he said that Wolverine was was snuffed out, and I was able to reset my snare there. He he said yeah. this. Yeah. And I, and, I, and, I, and to be clear, we cannot. It's not legal to use Wolverine or snares no. for Wolverine, but it happens. You know they because they, the that's first right. thing you know, they they attend all of your wolf baits all that kind of stuff and that and that ends up happening. It's not we we don't we don't uh, target it, but I would sooner if he got into it that we we killed it rather than having it running around with part of a snare on its neck or whatever, right? Yeah, that's right. Yep. No, Talk and, about and I think a lot of times though. Yeah. Oops. So go ahead. Go finish, finish your thought. Hey folks, Rich from Trapping Inc. TV here. And we all have our idea of the perfect morning. You know what I'm talking about. For me, the perfect morning starts with the aroma and flavor of freshly brewed Old Smokes coffee. Studies have shown that just the smell of fresh coffee can boost brain activity. No kidding. Well, that's certainly no secret to me. I can barely talk before that first cup. <laughs> just ask Sandy. I'm a dark roast man, and Old Smokes coffee's darkest roast, stout maple, is what gets my day in gear. Extra dark, it's strong, 
aromatic and smooth. Gets me revved up for whatever that day throws at me. Old Smokes roast their coffee over wood fires, the old-fashioned way. Wood roasting takes more time, much longer than modern hot air roasting. Slow roasting over wood takes the bitter out of the bean and imparts a heavenly taste and aroma from the wood smoke. Old Smokes makes a roast perfect for each person. There are five roasts, from light to extra dark, each roasted over a different wood for a unique flavor. Did you know the darker the roast, the lower the caffeine content? It's true. Caffeine is a volatile oil that evaporates with roasting. The lightest roast has the most caffeine, and the darkest roasts have the most flavor. Right now, you can order from their online store and use our promo code RICH, that's R-I-C-H, and get 10% off your entire order. Pretty simple. Just go to www.olsmokescoffee.com, that's O-L-E, smokescoffee.com, and use the promo code RICH. That is promo code RICH for 10% off your entire order. And now let's get to today's show. Oh, I just, no, I'll, I think when they, well, they come up to the snares and I think they just get rubbing on them, right? Like they all, they, I think they're at, at the right height there where they're seeing the bottom of the snare and then they, they just get curiosity gets, gets the better of them. Could and, be. And playing with the cable, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So talk about uh, um, why you went with that style of uh, lock and your thoughts on, on how it, it slides through the fur, that kind of thing. Well, so with these, with these locks, so the reason I went with them was one of the biggest reasons was uh, originally was how all I had to do was turn, uh, turn the breakaway from an S hook to a J to, to get it to, to go through the hole in the, in the lock. Right. And that, so again, was, that was a big, big selling feature to me on these, these snares or these locks. Um, now, the 116th lock, calf lock, they'll work on a 564 cable, but they're they're draggy. They'll drop to a certain point, and then they need a bit of a pull to get them to close tighter. And uh, so that's, that was uh, why I went with, I actually had the manufacturer make me 564 locks for 564 cable. So so I do have those, but but the when the when the hair, when this comes down, this lock is is pushing the hair out of the way. Exactly. Where with a cam lock, with a cam lock, you've got an open hole here. So this is usually jammed full of hair as this comes down. Yep. And then and then it just gets you get skidding. And that's you've always those, got a pinch of hair straight, in, in your cam lock. <laughs> well, with those straight tooth, well, you do, and and with those straight tooth locks, that's 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 one of the do- downsides to it is is it it'll it'll skid and if if they're uh it takes a bit of going back and forth either to get the hair burnt off of it or yeah or uh for it to grab and get gummed up again and that's that's why with that 564th lock that i was filing i was just i still have guys that's that's the only lock they'll run because they they had they've had two great seasons with them now and yeah. but i just it, it's just one of them things i just so i went with that it was easy to put a uh, breakaway on it. And, and again, it just pushes that there's the hair isn't going to interfere with how this lot's working. So, so it takes that, that problem out of the factor. Exactly. So, so, I mean, uh, once again, the system is only as strong as it's, as its weakest part. And when you started yeah. uh, working with those breakaways, you, you had some major surprises, didn't you? 
Oh yeah. No, for sure. And, uh, <laughs> there's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole other story too, but. Oh, let's uh, hear it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, like I, uh, a lot of it is, uh, like I like the the 280 Sullivan breakaways. There's the 280s and the 285s. I believe are the same. It's the same breakaway. Just just depends where you buy them to what the poundage is um, on them. Now they make a nice rounded loop, and and to me that's that's key to to the strength of this. They're easy to crimp, and they make a nice rounded loop on both sides. Yeah. Um, and and when you're if you ever try doing pull tests and stuff in the in the shop with them these things are as close to what they're telling you for poundage as as anything now um there's some other ones on the market that they've got a little bit funnier design you got to over crimp them and stuff to to make them open at a at a higher poundage and a lot of guys are just there's there's too much to to me there's too much error human error i guess involved there like if um it's one thing for me to to just go up to the swager and start squeezing stuff down because i know where where i want them yep. if if it's a feel thing i guess basically yeah. and and uh that's what i liked about these these 280s and uh and the 525 pound breakaways is that there's you don't need a feel thing to it it just squeeze her down until she touches it's around simple breakaway loop and they're strong they they well, you, they hold you, up you were telling me uh off air that that uh some breakaways were breaking at at less than half of their rated yeah poundage yep down uh down as low as uh anywhere from 130 to 150 pounds and i mean i was crudely doing it in the shop i bought an inline uh crane scale um and and i just like i said i was using my floor jack hydraulic floor jack and just watching that the scale pressures it is just a straight pull yeah. and and video on it and you could just see things starting to wiggle and then all of a sudden they just they kink over at those weaker points and those those breakaways where these 280s it it, it basically stretched out to a to a big big s now i'm just going to i'm not sure if i got one of those sitting here or not i don't think i do but it you could just see see the difference in uh in how it pulled and and by cranking these like turning these from an s to a to a j we're not taking the strength out of the breakaway because it we're not affecting this loop right and that's that's the key to it yeah um i like i say i don't have the other ones here to to show you but uh but, it, but I mean, it was all part of the system. And, yeah, and right. when, yeah. when you're, you're counting on something, when they, they rated it at 280 and all of a sudden it's, it's opening at 130 and, and you, you know, then you're getting complaints and, and failures and that you wonder, you start scratching your head. Right. So, I mean, you've yeah. had to start right from ground zero, you know, basically. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Trust and and that, verify. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's just it. And I mean, uh, I mean, we're building a killing device. So, if if we can make it better let's make it better right like there yeah. and uh and that's you know that's that's kind of where i'm at with it i i've really sorted through the the pieces bits and pieces i've 
I've had, uh, don't get me wrong. I haven't, I've had wrecks. I've had, uh, it, it, it's going to happen, but, uh, I think last year was, was my, my best year for, you know, I was just close to 90%. Yeah. Yeah. As I've ever been. And, and, and I'm putting it on the gear and, uh, and, and these wires, I mean, like, like I said, I've got some of these coil wires that, uh, um, you know, two, three coyotes and they're, they've been buggered up enough that I replace them. And I've got some that are, uh, I'm over 30 coyotes on them. And I'm wondering when, at what point here, should I, should, should I be changing this wire out? But, but if you're not wired tight to the tree and that's that pivots on the tree, yeah. that's the swivel there. You've got your swivel in the coil itself. It, it just, it, it all. It yeah. Well, all that, plays, that, that, that's that, once part, again, right? you know, people don't even think about the fact that that coil is, is itself a swivel. Right. And yeah. that, 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 that helps, it helps it in hanging and it helps it in, in everything else. I mean, that that's always been my, bugaboo and i'd have a, a plastic whammy or a screw on whammy or whatever and you jam yep. it on on the nine wire and, and try and get it to hang after that and then it would have a kink and because you're you're inducing a torque when you're trying to tighten it in yep. there right that's right uh, the uh you have a uh, youtube website or youtube site uh, lights yep. out snaring yeah it's lights out snaring yep and yeah and there are some how-to videos there and there and there yep. you show especially your how you tie tie that uh, nine wire to a tree and i think that's, that's right. an important thing that people should look at we, we don't have a pair of pliers out there twisting it tight no. you don't want that you want it to be able to move around nine wire in itself by the time you kink it one uh, kink it around that, that that once or twice i mean it's never going to straighten out because he's first he's got to pull it he's got to pull it from the back of that tree he's got to put that pressure around it and just the fact that it's curved in the tree all the stress is right there it's never yeah. going to it's never going to pull it pull it loose right no, and and uh, yeah, and there's a, one of the videos there too. I show where um, I hand tighten it around the tree, and I'll just take my my pliers. If if it's loose, too loose on the tree, I'll just take my plier up against the tree, and then give the wire a little twist to tighten it on, and it it just it snugs it up to hang just to hold the snare in place. But as soon as it starts pulling on it, something pulls on it. It it, it swivels on that tree, and you don't. Yeah. It's just like taking a pair of. Uh, piece of mechanics wire like your 16 gauge wire with your pliers and working it back and forth a few times you break it off right because yep. you've got that yeah that weak spot it's that, tight that yep. fracture yeah and and that's what uh we we try to go get away with and i i go i anchor i make these coil wires uh, i anchor them as as uh close as far 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 yeah, as far away from the coil as i can i make that as long as i can um, when I'm tying it onto the tree and then I start shortening it up either by, by going around the tree with a, I don't want to, I I'm honestly, uh, as short a snare as I can go is, is what I'm running. I, I try yeah. not to give them too much leash because I've got, it's like walking your dog. If you walk your dog on a 12 foot leash, he's pulling you all over the place. He's wrapped up around all sorts of things. If you got him short, he's He's under control. He's under control, right? Yeah. And and he's using his power. It's like uh, the kill springs. So with the bigger the signature series kill springs, um, they're they're going to release. I got guys uh, using them like we've. I've, I've actually I've only had uh, one on an accidental that, that never fired. But the uh, the 
the springs, those bigger springs on the coyotes and stuff, it overpowers the coyote and, and closes things up. Where with the wolves, if you're running the these A1 springs, the magnum springs, wolves have enough power to, if something happens at that spring, something slips and that spring has, has opened up all the way, the wolves got enough power. If they start closing that lock and stuff, getting it tighter and tighter, they can. They got enough power to overpower these, these, these springs, which aids in in the smaller spring on the wolves. Is, oh, so I mean, they're actually sense. they're increasing the yeah. compression because they yeah. have the power. Because they, they've got the power to, they can overpower this spring, right? Okay. So, if 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 that makes sense, that's yeah. that's where. Uh, well, one thing it's we easier to hide. Yeah. One thing we didn't point out. Uh, on both your springs is that the trigger is actually on the spring yep okay? that's right so another system hold up a little bit oh, <laughs> there you here. go sorry yeah. <laughs> and uh, the other system or another system people are familiar with that trigger actually floats on the cable and that's i right. find that that having that that uh trigger right on that spring because it's so so, so much more rigid you get a lot better control on on uh, the, the set off pressure right well then and, and that's that's the whole thing, right? So you can see how this hangs here. Now you can see that the washer stuff isn't, it's not hindering the, the how the, you know, it's not gonna hang up on that, that trigger and yeah. keep it from firing. And uh, everything's just, there's only one place to set that. So when you go to set it and you just, it gets, I don't know if you guys can see this, but uh, it gets pushed up against and uh, yeah, it, yeah. And, and you don't have to try to make it set, you know, go off easier. Just push it in, snap it into place, and, and, and away she goes. Um, I very seldom have issues with the triggers slipping off. In fact, I carry them around set in my pocket. Um, I, I used to carry the Signature Series ones in my pocket, and I just, just my front pocket, and I'm like, you know what? I don't want that to go off if, if for some reason <laughs> I, uh, I have, yeah, and I, I, like I've never, I've never had one. I've had a few of the, the triggers go off I, when we're, we were picking up snares at the end of the season and I just throwing them over the handlebars of the snow machine and they're sitting there banging together. I've had them slip there, but I've, I've set them and tossed them on the cement floor. Yeah. And yeah, like it's, it's a positive a positive set and 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 for the most part you've got gravity working for you to exactly. uh to, to set these up i've got uh i've got new uh new setting pliers and stuff coming out i should have these in the next uh week or so oh cool and uh and the whole idea of that is there's there's grooves in here for your each springs to to sit in here oh gotcha and and then uh so, so you can see how that, that grabs. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. It's in there, right? Yep. Um, instead of, uh, well, we had to upgrade these to, to, to bigger screws and stuff in order to, to, to make them work. And I'm still with the bigger, with the bigger screws, we're still folding them over with, uh, with yeah. the bigger kill springs. Yeah. So um, I just, I went away from the screw, the screw design and, and we made our own design that, uh, it's, it's a stainless steel shouldn't rust. I went with black handles just because I wanted to get the handles that wouldn't wanted to make sure that they were going to function and not slip off. Yeah. Like the, yeah. 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 The red handles, when it gets cold, they just slip off these once, once I know that this size and everything's going to be good, there'll be yellow handles. So they will be easy to find. And 
like that. I'm the king of that. But I, I'm lucky yeah. because every every animal that I ever check or take out of a or whatever, it's always being filmed. So I'll I'll be I'll be in the edit suite and I'll look there and I was like, oh, there's where I dropped the center. So I'll, yeah. I'll go back and get that. <laughs> Note to self. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> Sandy calls so, it my spring Easter egg hunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's so true. Yeah. So well, that this has but, been awesome, bud. Tell everybody nope. where they can find you and your products. Um, so I've got, uh, I've got dealers. Um, I guess throughout Canada, more and more guys are picking our stuff up. So you can go onto our website at uh, lightsoutsnaring.ca. And uh, I've, I've got a list of dealers and stuff that have them. Um, the, uh, I've got new dealers that I'm putting on. Um, just, just upgrading the website and stuff. Uh, my website, uh, I don't have an online store on my website, but if you email me what you want or uh, I, I'm, uh, I'll put it together and, and we can go that way with it. Uh, so I've got the lights out snaring at uh, gmail.com is my email address and our, our lights out snaring YouTube channel and uh, the lights out snaring.ca. So everything's kind of, it's all, lights out snaring should so, so yeah. it's all a smooth system right <laughs> yeah that's right you'll either get lights out snaring or lights out snoring it's one or the other but it's uh <laughs> so, oh, well perfect but, uh, i have i have really enjoyed this and uh yeah, thank you thank for you. thank you for coming on yeah thanks for having me that's uh no i appreciate it and uh no it was a good visit and hope to do it again that'll be good all right um thank you everybody for joining us today and we hope uh maybe we'll see you down the line